Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I am your host, Heidi St. John, and you have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Friday, woot, woot, September 15th, just three days until launch day. Thanks for joining me today. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so I'm getting, I'm getting really nervous. Did you guys know that uh, writing a book is a lot like uh, walking a tightrope in your swimming suit across the country without a net? <laughs> that's what that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. And I have been doing just a little bit of wrestling, honestly, uh, with the enemy of my soul in the last couple of days and weeks uh, because you know, hello. What I'm writing about in Becoming Mom Strong is just telling telling moms, you're a warrior. You got to be a warrior for your children. God needs you. Uh, he asks you. He is calling you to live in a place of strength and victory. So what, what do you suppose are the voices that I'm hearing in my head lately? I promise you, it's anything but strength and victory. It's the enemy just saying, you are so dumb. I can almost hear him. It almost sounds like a third grader out in the playground. You know, na, 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 na. You know, you are dumb. <laughs> I can kind of hear it in my head. And so today I thought, you know what? I'm going to take these women uh, back to the Word of God. I'm sorry. I know there's men listening to this right now. So a moment of silence for me, never, ever giving you guys credit for listening. I am going to do better because I hear from you a bunch, and I'm really, really glad that you're listening. Also, I want to just say today we're in Matthew 5 for our scripture writing challenge, Matthew 5, verses 7 to 12. You guys want to get a good shot in the arm today? Open your Bible to Matthew 5. It's amazing what happens when we get into the Word of God. And even for me, as I was telling you uh, just a few minutes ago, when I am struggling with the enemy of my soul, the only antidote to that struggle is to get into the Word of God. That's the only antidote at all. And so what's what's the devil going to try to do? He's going to try to keep me out of the word. He's going to try to keep you out of the word. And I want to encourage you to a place of being in the word and to uh, come with me and sort of and say, Father, here we are. Uh, use us to change a generation for you. Use us, Lord, to speak truth into the culture, to be the hands and feet of Jesus first in our own homes, and then to a world that's watching. So as I've been sort of struggling with this, the the voices of condemnation, I know because we're humans, I know that when we start to make strides and we start to make have victory in these areas of our lives, the devil's going to try to come in and beat us up. And so uh, I want to talk about, about that for just a minute, because as long as we live on this earth, we are going to hear persistent voices that clamor to fill our souls with condemnation. And weary, worn-out parents are perfect targets for the enemy. A weary, worn-out grandmother is a perfect target for the enemy because you can just go, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. It is a big deal. And one of the devil's favorite tactics is to use condemnation to discourage us, right? He's a master at making us believe that somebody else could do the job that God's asked us to do better than we can. So before you start beating yourself up or thinking about all the things that you messed up this week and now here it is Friday and you you plan to be in the Bible this week, but you weren't. And by the way, the scripture writing challenge, you guys, it's meant to be done every day of the week. But if you didn't do it this week and you're and the enemy is telling you you're too far behind, na 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 na, don't get into the word, you're too far. Don't listen. 
Open up your Bible and say, not today, Satan. Open up your Bible to Matthew 5 and write out the word today because God wants to bless you through the reading and the writing of his word. And he He uses it and he'll use it in your life. And so I, I'm thinking that uh, the voice of condemnation is the enemy and the voice of conviction is the voice of the Lord. And that is the voice that we wanna be listening to. We wanna remember not to allow the voice of condemnation, which is the enemy of our soul, drown out the still small voice of conviction. In Becoming Mom Strong, I spend quite a bit of time talking about this because as moms, we need to know how to discern God's voice. And I I have been in a, you know, I have been in a funk many times. My husband will come in and uh, just last week, I was having a really hard time just feeling overwhelmed by the sheer magnitude of responsibilities that uh, I'm carrying with me right now, even though our whole family is carrying them. For some reason, I felt alone. And it wasn't even true. Have you ever had the devil lie to you like that? Have you ever had, have you ever just felt like, why am I, why am I even bothering? Uh, no one's listening to me anyway. My life isn't making any difference. My children aren't obeying me. Uh, I was feeling that way. And my husband came in and he was just like, man, Heidi, you know, what's going on? I told him, he's like, you know, that's not true. Well, yes, I did know that that wasn't true, but I still had to come back before the Lord, take a deep breath, a step away from what I was doing and ask the Holy Spirit to speak to me because God's voice lifts us up and sets our feet back on the rock. And unless we are listening to God, condemnation creeps in and turns us into victims rather than victors. This is my frustration with all of this uh, civil war uh, stuff we're talking about. Remember, I, I talked to you a few weeks ago about the snare of offense. I think the snare of offense, honestly, I think we fall into the devil's trap when we allow ourselves to be drugged back into the swamp of offense. We get drugged back into the swamp of offense and the whole time we're there, we hear the enemy going, yeah, so-and-so, he wronged you. Girl, you have been wronged. You need that's that was so wrong what they did. You have and you be angry. You be angry. Right? And it's the same voice, that same voice that causes us to fall into the snare of offense is the voice that says, You're never gonna, you're never gonna get this right. You messed up again. Last night you had too much to drink with your dinner. You knew that you weren't supposed to be there, but you just cannot get victory in this area of your life. And after a while of listening to that voice, we go from being victorious to being a victim. And that's exactly what the enemy wants us to do. So listen really closely to me, men and women, because here's the truth. Every single one of us on this earth are going to struggle. Every single one of us, right? And we we can't wait until we have our lives all put together to be able to teach truth to our children. Our kids need us right now, which means we get to teach them even while we're learning ourselves. So wisdom, we talked about wisdom on Wednesday. Wisdom says, go deeper, don't give up, turn to me. This is the voice of the Holy Spirit. And the more we go into the word and take our questions to God in prayer, the more we get to see his guidance in our struggles. And the more we get to turn from victimization into victory. And God wants to give you wisdom. He offers wisdom for worn out parents. Aren't you glad? He offers wisdom for those of us who are culture-worn, who are tired, who just thinks we, we, can't, uh, we can't do this for one more minute. But we've got to be able to discern the voice of the enemy. So whenever the Holy Spirit correct, corrects us or convicts us, uh, for me anyway, I'm learning just to listen, to sort of be quiet and listen. 
So the Lord isn't going to uh, lay it on my heart in a, in a way that makes me feel like I can't get up and can't get out. He's not going to nag me or badger me or make me feel unworthy of the love that he offers. Instead, his Holy Spirit is going to keep lifting us and prodding us until we do something about the thing that's wrong in our lives. Now, I promise you, in the culture that we're living in right now, the way that uh, the church has is uh, behaving toward issues, you know, uh, we, you know, obviously we talk about sins of homosexuality and we talk about um, uh, the popular sins, you know, if I can even say it in those terms. But there are so many other things that we do every day that dishonor the Lord. And sometimes what we can do is that voice of conviction is there, but we turn a deaf ear to it and we don't listen because it's not the Holy Spirit that makes us feel depressed and ashamed. That's the enemy. That is the enemy. And when we're walking with the Lord, we begin over time and as we mature to identify whether the voice that we're hearing is conviction that comes from the Holy Spirit that lifts us up or if it's condemnation which comes from the enemy and pushes us down. So the enemy wants to trip us up and make us fall into a pit and stay there and hang out there. And then we become sulky and we become irritable and we live with regret and guilt and these emotions that just keep pushing us down and pushing us down and pushing us down. And really, the, I, I think that the goal of the enemy uh, is to plant those lies, because really they're lies, right? To plant the lie inside of us to tell us that we uh, we aren't worthy of the love that God gives us, that if it, uh, that it was up to God, he wouldn't have died for us anyway, right? Because we aren't worthy of being forgiven for our mistakes. But the Bible calls the accuser of our soul, the father of lies. And the key to walking in victory is to recognize a lie when you hear it and just go, oh no, that's a lie. I'm not going to listen. All right. So the Holy Spirit's convicting us. He's saying, turn around, change the way you're doing something. If you know that you're prone to having too much alcohol with your dinner, maybe you should start having seltzer water, right? Maybe after that first glass of wine, you say, you know what? I recognize this is the problem in my life. Or maybe you just don't have any at all. I think we want, we should, our desire as Christians should be to walk in such a way that the people around us want what we have. And we're not walking in such a way as to as to boast because right we learn we learn uh, from God's word that that's actually displeasing to the Lord. We don't have anything inside of inside of us that we can boast about. It's Christ in us. That's what we can get excited about. That's what we get to share. And the enemy is going to come in and try to twist and turn uh, your thoughts so that they're no longer. Um, pleasing to the Lord. And he's going to try to make you mad at everybody around you. This is why this, uh, and I'll link back. If you guys missed that podcast, I hope that you that you uh, go back and look because the enemy wants us to be stuck in a quagmire in our walk with the Lord. And, to, and he wants the church to be stuck and to be ineffective. And you know what? We are stuck and ineffective when we're arguing about things that carry no eternal significance with them. Now, does that mean that we can't talk about things? No. But I think very easily it turns from conviction, which is which is God saying, "Hey, follow me. This is this is going to hurt you," to condemnation, which is the enemy coming in and twisting and turning our thoughts and making it not only hard for us to accept the forgiveness that God has given us, it makes it nearly impossible to extend forgiveness. I I talked a lot about this in becoming mom strong because it was so difficult for me 
to come out of the home that I grew up in and have any sort of, of healthy view of who I was in Christ. All I could hear in my head were the old lies that the enemy had spent what was my entire young adult and childhood telling to me. You're not worth it. You're ugly. You're unloved. You're unworthy. You're unaccepted. Those are the voices that I heard over and over and over again. And something I'm learning as I'm walking with the Lord is that one of the ways that I can quickly discern between the voice of the Holy Spirit, which is convicting and and lifting you up, even when it hurts, right? And the voice of conviction is that when the enemy comes in, he does it quickly. Kind of like how we discipline our own children right? Some of you have disciplined your own children. No parent that I know uh, revels in disciplining their kids. We don't like to discipline our children, but we know that we have to do that. And we know that our children need us to, to discipline them. So we come in, we say, this is what's going on. This is, this is uh, the discipline that you're going to receive or as a result of this action or this attitude or this whatever it is. And then we tell them we love them and we move on. The enemy drags us through the mud and wallows in it and brings it up over and over again. Listen, you guys, stop giving him rent-free space in your head. Because you're a warrior. You have a job to do. I think sometimes as parents, we don't often think of ourselves as warriors, but not, you know, that's okay. Most moms don't come into motherhood uh, thinking of themselves as enlisting for battle because we are life givers and nurturers. We, uh, we plan meals and we put band-aids on and we give hugs and sometimes we give spankings, but we don't think of ourselves as warriors by nature unless you mess with our babies, Right? Mess with the mama's babies and you're going to see a warrior born right in front of you. And I think for the most part, we are unintentional warriors. We fight not by choice, but by necessity. So as I said at the beginning of the podcast, I want to encourage you to not mistake the battlefield that you are on because you are at war with a culture that blurs the lines between right and wrong that devalues the sanctity of human life, a culture that marginalizes the family values that God put into place. And in short, we're at war with the enemy. We're at war with the one that the Bible teaches has one purpose. In John 10, 10, the Bible says that we have an enemy who comes to kill and steal and destroy. And it is serious business, you guys, this job of training up the next generation. Mom strong moms understand that they are warriors and not just for our kids, but for the generations that follow. We talked about this and the importance of grandparenting on, on Monday at the podcast. That really, if you take Deuteronomy uh, 4 all the way to its end, you realize it's not just my generation, it's the next generation and their generation and the generation after that. And even more important for us to see ourselves as a warrior is to is to be willing to fight for what God says is worth fighting for. So that means we need to learn to use the sword of truth to cut a swath through the lies of the enemy. The apostle Peter tells us exactly who our enemy is. First Peter 5, 8, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And you guys, if we're gonna raise a generation of strong children, we've got to learn to engage our enemy rather than run from him. Rather than run from him. I had mugs made uh, to come out to, uh, 
to correlate and correspond with the release of uh, Becoming Momstrong. And I was so excited to see uh, the women on the launch team wearing uh, the shirt that says, Become. by the way, these are all for sale over at the, the website and you can go check them out. But I was so excited to see these moms wearing these shirts because the front of them says uh, Becoming Mom strong, and the back of them has one of my very favorite scripture verses in the entire world, right? And it says, therefore, since we have such hope, we can be very bold. Since we have such a hope, we can be very bold. Listen, our hope comes from the Lord. That's 2 Corinthians 3.10, by the way. Our hope comes from the Lord. And since we have this hope, we're bold. We're not timid. We're out there in front of our children. We're saying, hey, follow me, kids, as I follow Christ. Let's follow Christ together. We've got to learn to engage our adversary instead of running from him. And listen, there's good news right in all this, because even though Satan is a powerful adversary, God is more powerful than the devil. I hear all the times from from uh, moms who are telling me that they're afraid of what's happening in the culture around them. Can I just encourage you? You do not need to be afraid. God said he did not give us a spirit of fear. God is mightier than our adversary will ever be. And if we remain alert and walk in right relationship with God, we will always, according to the Bible, have the upper hand over our enemy. And I have never believed that more than I believe it now. I saw it. Uh, I certainly saw it these last couple of months with my uh, my nephew, Bobby, as God is healing his broken body and restoring him. God is a healer. He's a trajectory changer. He's a chain breaker. He's a way maker. I love that song. Boy, I'll tell you what, when that song, when that song comes on in our car, we are rocking and rolling. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is found in Zephaniah 317. And I'm going to end the podcast uh, today because in with this verse, because in it, you can see the heart of our Father so clearly. This is what the Bible says in Zephaniah 3. The Lord, your God, is living among you. He is a mighty savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. And with his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. This verse has been such a comfort to me as I have come to know the Lord. And in my own journey to becoming mom strong, I'm learning that I can trust God even in the midst of a fierce battle. You guys, God is aware of the struggles that you're facing and his heart is for you. Mom, strong moms know that they are engaged in a battle, but they don't let the fear of the battle distract them from the truth. They know that their children need to see that their mom and their dad trust the Lord no matter what happens in this life. So mom, dad, listen, God understands the magnitude of the struggle that you're facing. Don't allow the voice of condemnation to come in and drown out the still small voice of conviction. God wants you to trust him even as you raise your children in a frightening world, even with Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma and the wildfires in Montana and the Pacific Northwest and the earthquakes in Mexico and crazy Kim Jong-un and all the things that are happening around you, God is still at work. So take courage. God has already let us know exactly what we can expect from him as we face trials and struggles. As he says in his word in Zephaniah 3.17, that he loves us. To the, to the mom who feels abandoned, God says, I am living among you. To the mom who is battle-worn, God says, I am your mighty savior. To the mom who wonders if she is enough, God says, I delight in you. To the mom who's afraid, God says, lean into me. I will quiet you with my love. And to the mom who has never felt the affirmation of an earthly dad, God says, I rejoice Rejoice 
over you with singing. No matter what we face, God will give us the sustaining grace that we need. He will never leave us or forsake us. He never has, and he never will. That is the God we serve. He's worthy of your praise. He's worthy to take time to spend with him, to get to know him, to hear his heart for you, and to train your children to hear his voice above all the other voices they're going to hear crying out to them in the world today. I have been so encouraged this week by what God is doing. Thank you so much for your emails and uh, for your questions that are coming into podcast at The Busy Mom as we come into just a couple of days now before Becoming MomStrong is found in bookstores everywhere. If you are interested in purchasing the new MomStrong necklace, the heirloom necklace, which I hope you will be, you're going to love it, I promise you, uh, you can check that out at my website. I will link back to it in the show notes today. And remember, you have two days left. If you haven't pre-ordered Becoming MomStrong or the Bible study or the journal, um, now's a great time to do it because we are still just two days left of the pre-order season for Becoming MomStrong. You can find me, by the way, on Monday, I will be at 5.15. I'll be live on the Georgine Rice Show in Portland, Oregon. And I'm also going to be on Cat uh, Lee's podcast, Inspired to Action. So I'll link back to, to that today. Also, I recorded that on Wednesday. And so it'll be live for you to listen to. I hope that you guys will be encouraged today by what God is doing in your life. He has so much more for you than you can possibly think or imagine because you are loved. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.